If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen FM. Welcome, everyone, to the Inspired Choices Show. I am Christine McCover, your host for today's show. It is Wednesday, January the 8th, 2014, and I am very happy to say to you that it is getting warmer in Canada. And we're actually going to be talking about hell, so maybe it will get even warmer. (laughs) I would like to be the possibilities coach you are looking for. Working together, we will create the living and loving you desire with all the possibilities available in the universe. My programs assist people in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Are you ready to claim what you desire? Connect with me to learn more. I do charge for my services, but the first five minutes are always free for you. So ask yourself, what are you ready for now? And what mystery would you like to unravel? So today we are talking about to hell with resolutions, let's just play. And I have a wonderful co-host with me, Carol Glover. Welcome, Carol, to the show, and welcome to playing with me. Hi, thanks. It's always fun to play with you. (laughs) Tell all your friends, Carol. (laughs) Bring them on. (laughs) So Carol and I have been doing lots of playing together and lots of creating, and we've been discovering some really cool things that we're excited to share with all of our listeners today, whether you're listening live or you're listening in the replay in the podcast or on iTunes or wherever you might be listening. And uh, what we'd like to share with you is how resolutions actually lock us up and don't expand us into the possibilities. With over 90% of all resolutions failing, why do we keep doing it? We all instinctively desire greater happiness and improved areas of our lives. But doing it from a place of pushing, focus, and fear creates results often of disappointment and judgment, which slip us farther away from any marked change or expansion or joy. So let me tell you about my co-host. I think she's a pretty, pretty amazing lady. Carol is has her project management professional designation and over 20 years of intense corporate experience in which she developed an amazing ability to meet business challenges with viable solutions and building exceptional teams. In 2009, she ventured out on her own and founded... Firehorse Consulting, and contributes her abilities to her small business clients through that, and she's in alliance with me in a company we formed here called Being Visible. In 2013, she discovered that she had an ability to bring her personal interest in healing energy work directly to businesses with profound effect, understanding that each business is its own entity Therefore, having its own energy and influences, she now uses healing energies to identify and release blockages that hold the owners in frustration and stagnation. 
The effects of this work have ranged from subtle to the profound for her clients. And you can find out more about this at Work and a Life. So welcome, my friend, to the Inspired Choices radio show today. Thanks, Christine. And i got to say, a lot of those accomplishments and things have a lot to do with you. Like, just the very thought of being able to use energy work on businesses, uh, that's that's you, my friend, just making me open up my mind a little <laughs> bit and, and, and just imagine what could be possible. And it's been amazing. <laughs> we have had some fun dancing together. Carol and I have to share with you how we met and and how we really it was so funny Carol because I'm just thinking of this now we really followed the energy of connecting oh right? completely we, yeah right we we didn't have a conclusion so Carol and I were both in a trade show and it was the it was a very very quiet trade show at that there wasn't a lot of <laughs> active people but um we were about 3 or 4 booths from each other and I was having a really fun time and I was laughing and carrying on and talking to people and Carol just kept looking at me <laughs> and I'm like hmm, I'm not I'm not sure if this lady she wants to talk to me or if she's in big judgment about me but I was like okay cool whatever well, and I was in my booth just I was in my booth just looking over at you going but wait a minute aren't I supposed to be all like professional and and why is she having so much fun? Oh, I didn't know that. You never told me that. <laughs> that now that is funny. So it was it? I don't know how long after that that you actually called me and said, I, I don't know why, but I think I'm supposed to work with you. Those your words? Yeah, it was a, it was at least a few months, and yes, those were my exact words. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. And uh, which, what was very fun was Carol wasn't exactly sure what was going to happen, but there was some energy attraction, and I wasn't sure either, but it felt um, it felt like it was going to be a contribution to both of us. And we started to work together and do coaching. And, and I, I tease Carol often, and, and she jokingly refers to it, but I often use a crowbar consciousness to crack you open. <laughs> Oh, I would walk into into your into your home for a coaching session, and like within 20 minutes, I'd be bawling my eyes out. And <laughs> part of me would be thinking, "Why am I here? Why am I putting myself through this?" And another part of me was like cheering and just in complete joy that this was happening. Because you could feel something unraveling. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Ever since then, so I don't even know how long ago that was, Carol, but we've been we've just kept following the energy and asking questions and, and feeling like there was something that we wanted to do together and dance together and, and this is one of the things that that has kind of been percolating over the last year or so, especially since I've been doing the access consciousness training and um yeah, so it's been fun for so we're really happy to have our listeners with us today. I'm happy to have my colleague in consciousness here with me too and and we uh we're going to get started on the show so if you'd like to call in we'd love to hear from you tell us about your resolutions tell us what works what doesn't work and what you'd like to change so if you're calling in from the u.s call 815-880-8255 if you're calling from canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a the number two zen dot fm, 
And if you're a little shy, you're more than welcome to go over to the Inspired Choices, Inc. Facebook page, or you can send me an email, christine at inspiredchoices.ca, and I'd love to chat with you and get your questions. So, Carol, to hell with resolutions, let's just play. (laughs) When we first came out with that, what went through your mind? Well, it kind of felt like being a 10-year-old, stamping my feet down, like, I don't want to do rev- resolutions. I keep trying to say revolution. <laughs> okay. So, so you felt like you just you were resistance resistance to it. Then I was like, no, I'm going to do this my way to health resolutions. Hmm. So, tell me about um, your experience of resolutions in the past. Um, well. <laughs> None of them ever made it past January 8th, probably. Um, so right about <laughs> now? January 9th. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, they start, they lose their shine really quickly because it's, you're, it's like you're forcing yourself to do something that's very unnatural. Mm-hmm. And that, like, never lasts. So uh, the whole goal-setting thing, I had a complete revolt against goals probably last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just flat out refused to set any goals. Hmm. That didn't really work well either, but, you know, I'm learning. Right. <laughs> well, so, you know, for re- me... Re- resolutions and goals are pretty much the same, aren't they? Well, I would I would think that um, they have the same energy, that, that they're both about a, tar- a, a, a very narrow thing that you're focusing on, right? Ne- nearly like a, a conclusion, it has to show up like this. And and it's not about, really about targets or possibilities. So we'll get into that a little bit more for sure as we go through this with people. Um, for me, the, the, um, the resolutions nearly felt like, um, I mean, year after year, I'm, I'm a, um, a past smokers the way to say that I used to smoke and so that would be one of the resolutions and like many of our listeners out there that's something that I'm sure many of them would like to change and um, you know it may be exercising that's another primary one Um, even just you know doing something like going out and having fun but it felt to me like as we creeped closer and closer and closer to midnight on on the 31st, it felt like I was actually going to be losing something, right? Mm. Like it was like, oh my yeah. gosh, i got to have that one last cigarette, or oh my gosh, i got to have that, lo- like that last chocolate bar, or, or whatever it was. It was it was like yeah. we were we were going to never be able to have it again, or I was going to be like, oh my gosh, how many more days until I can again, right? The whole piece of like something is going to be missing, or I'm going to be restricted. And yeah. and who who ever succeeds when you're restricting them? But well, that I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm. Go ahead. No, you go. Oh, I was just thinking, you know, I'm, you may as well just skip straight to the judgment of yourself as a failure because that's where you're going to end up anyway. Just Say more. Skip right to that. Um, <laughs> well, when I when I would set a, a resolution or a goal or something, I already know, uh, there there I am with a conclusion again, probably, mm-hmm. but, um, 
you already have it in your mind that it's something that you're fighting against, so it's not going to work. So I'll just skip right to judging myself instead of going through the pain of trying. Hmm. And a lot of people, you know, um, they've they've actually given up doing resolutions because, like you and I, we've done them and they haven't worked. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they've just completely given up because people are actually asking, oh, do you actually do resolutions? Do you do New Year's resolutions? And I mean, I love new beginnings, right? I, I, the energy for me of new beginnings is very exciting. I love Monday mornings. I do love New yeah. Year's. I especially love September's. Um, I love the beginning of the new month. I just it feels like, hey, I get I get to do it again. I get to start again. There's another opportunity for possibilities and growing, right? And I'm not in judgment about what was yesterday, but I just love that freshness of of mm-hmm. the new opportunity that's there. But there is something very heavy about New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. And and they do not feel expansive. They they feel like a great deal of pressure is on us, and especially if they're if we're telling other people, right? And then we do it from a, oh my gosh, if I fail, what are other people going to think of me? And then we go into the judgment, and so we're like, we don't want to give it up, but we're judging ourselves that other people are going to judge us if we don't keep doing it. <laughs> It just seems like this com- combobulated um, energy yeah, of push twisted. and pull and yeah. yeah, and that's no. that's still when it's all in our heads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's we haven't even done anything. That's just what's rolling around in the head. Yeah, funny. Yeah, very very funny. <laughs> okay, well we're going to get deeply into this. We're going to talk about what resolutions are for some people and you know what the statistics are out there on resolutions and then we're going to start talking about some tools that really can expand individuals who are looking for new possibilities. If you would like to call in, you can do so by calling if you're in the US 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736. And our Skype, a2zen.fm. So we're going to take a short break. Come on back, and we will get back to Inspired Choices with my wonderful co-host, Carol Glover. And we'll talk more about saying to hell with resolutions and let's go and play. We will be right back. We welcome your phone call, your questions, and comments. Please call now. 815-880-TALK. Come on, what's stopping you? 815-880-8255. You can Skype us for free from anywhere. Just add us to your Skype. A2Zen.fm is our Skype name. Or you can find the logo and click on it on our website. Call now at 815-880-TALK. Chat soon. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. 
This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome to Inspired Choices Radio Show with your host, Christine McIver. And today we are speaking with Carol Glover, and we're talking about resolutions and how we can come from the place of play as opposed to pushing. So, Carol, before we jump over, we have a caller waiting, but before we jump over there, what what were your first thoughts about what you wanted to share that could be different for our listeners today? I think it's just, it's for me, it's about reigniting that, you know, 8- to 10-year-old wonder where nothing is impossible and no one's limited. And, you know, it's... It, just bringing that little element back in, and it's they'd rather play and ex- and explore through play, and explore through play. Okay, so you were saying while we were on break, you wondered if news resolutions have always been like this, or we've created them over time. What did you find? Yeah. Well, just doing this very quick Google, it started out with people pre-Roman Christian times. It started out with them just setting moral. Uh, moral changes that they wanted to make in their lives. So and, it was all uh, about judgment? It was all totally about judgment. And when religion came along, it made it even more intensely about judgment. <laughs> cool. So well, I just, that, I just, that's just in a, that's in a two-second search, but... Right. So it didn't come from the place of nourishing and con- contributing and expanding. It really came from the place of judgment. Yeah. And so we've and been when, like this for hundreds and thousands of years. Right. And when it's coming from the place of judgment, how can anything expand, right? As soon as we go into conclusion or judgment, we eliminate all possibilities of what can actually show up in our lives. Yeah, I, um, it's a hard habit break. It, it can be. You're right. And what else is possible? Yeah. So, well, exactly, and this is, I, I'm hoping that this is what this call is about to sort of bring about some of those possibilities. Some of those possibilities, cool. So some of the, t- um, the top resolutions that people make, are the top one that I've found is the self-improvement or education, weight-related mm-hmm. resolutions, 30% of that, Money-related resolutions, 34%, and relationship-related resolutions, 31%. Now, what I found very, very interesting was that um, 45% of Americans usually make New Year's resolutions. Um, 17% infrequently make them, and 38%, this is the intelligent group, absolutely never make them. (laughs) Now, they may not be making them because they judge themselves, right? Percentage. Yeah. So out of the 45% that make them, only 8% of that is successful with their resolutions. And, of course, success is 
it really is in the the definition of that success that individual is in their eyes, right? It's not in any measured um, quantifiable result except for what they feel is is positive. And here's another very interesting statistic. The percentage of people in their 20s who achieve their resolution each year is 39%. And the percentage of people over 30 drops down to 14%. Now, this is the one that I think is very, very important. You know why I think, this is just off the top of my head, we've been doing it longer. <laughs> we, right? And usually, don't you hear people, like, year after year, they're doing their resolutions are the same resolutions as last year. It's like they yeah. go to a default resolution. Yeah. Well, because now, they're expected to make one. Yeah. And they're still judging themselves. Things don't change, right? They keep going into the mind, which is just that repeat machine. Yeah. Um I wonder why we bother. Uh, I know. But it's interesting. The, the, the percentage of... So for the first week, 75% will, will continue. Past two weeks, it, it drops to 71. Past a month, it drops to 64. And past six months, it drops to 46. So over less than half even of the ones that even bother and half even continue. <laughs> so I guess we conclude we can conclude that it's not really that successful for sure. <laughs> so what's different? Um what's different about what we're doing is, is what we're inviting people into is looking at things from the place of what would be fun? What would we love to expand into and and making it about targets and not goals? Because goals are what actually shut us down. They're very, very narrow. And the word goal was actually spelled originally G-A-O-L, which meant jail. Is that correct, Carol? Yep, that's right. It's an old English kind of thing, I think. Hmm. And that is pre-1946, if you were to look up in a dictionary. So um, you're actually putting yourself in jail when we're actually looking at goals. But when we're looking at targets and we're shooting towards something, the circumstances around us can change, but we can still be moving in the direction and our targets can change, but we're still moving forward, which Mm -hmm. gives us greater capacity for continuing to evolve forward into whatever we deem is success, right? So we have a a caller waiting. I'm going to bring the caller on now. Okay. Hello. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Christine. Hi, Carol. It's Jennifer calling. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the call tonight. Hey, thank you. So tell us about your resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Did you make some this year? Have you made them in the past? How did they work out for you? Um, I'm really not a resolution kind of person. Um, But um, I think, like most people, when the New Year comes, you, you just you kind of reflect on the year past. And and um, this year I kind of asked myself, what would make me happier? And what could make my family happier? And, you know, it, it led me to, to really think about it. And what I came up with was basically just to say no more and to say yes more. Huh. And this is my intuition a lot more. Um I think when, I don't know, I think when you sort of think about these things and 
sort of reflect on them, and you find yourself acting on them more. And everything else falls into place, you know, like the, the losing of the few pounds maybe or to be healthier. I, I don't know. Just again. <laughs> Is it, has that been your experience, Jennifer? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that that, you know, once, once you're, you don't feel guilty for saying yes or no, Right. everything just, everything falls into place. I don't know why that's such a... Well, part of it is... Part of it is because you don't have the resistance there, right? You're not resisting the change because oftentimes, like if we're talking about money, or, or sorry, not money, if we're talking about weight, we often will go into, um, I'm going to be denied this food, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and when we, there's a part of us that doesn't want to give it up because we like it. And so <laughs> there's this, oh, I should, quote unquote, you know, don't should all over yourself. I should give this up. But there's resistance that's coming in as well. Yeah, yeah. So when you don't have that resistance and you're just looking at something, you know, like, like Access says, you can make another choice every 10 seconds. And if you're looking at, you know, the food and you're going, okay, cool, do I want to eat that now? Or would I like to say yes to that or would I like to say no to that? Does my body want me to say yes to that? Does my body want me to say no to that? Yeah. So we're just coming at it from a different energy of of what else is possible, what would be a contribution, then that's when things can shift. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it all does. I think it's collective. You know, it's a change in thinking. <laughs> you know. Right. And And it's... Yeah, that's great. Good for you. And so, what is your family? How did your family respond to this, Jennifer? Um, a lot of them are shocked. <laughs> but um, the ones that are closest to me are kind of they kind of saw it coming, or have seen it coming. So, not so much a shock to them. So, the choosing to say yes and the choosing to say no. You mean yeah? You mean you said no? Me said no. You're not. You're not going to do this for me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, even even saying that is is an honoring, and and you are actually teaching other people to honor themselves too when you choose to say, "This is what works for me." You, you know, that's a big contribution that you're being to other people, Jennifer, even if they don't see it at at first. Well, it is. It is because you know it's just like what I often say: don't don't tell your children, show your children, right? Be the example. And um, you know, I don't think my daughter is listening, so I'll I'll say this: my you know, I have a teenage daughter. If she is listening, I love you. <laughs> um, but there are a lot of times when I would say, you know, saying no to you, saying yes to me sometimes means saying no to you. Of course, she didn't like that. Oftentimes, but I can tell you that today she does appreciate what I'm saying. Okay, I understand that. And now, through me doing that with her, she is starting to do that more for herself. Whether it's with me, whether it's with friends, whether it's with anyone. Yeah. And and she's not doing it from a push place. She's not doing it from a um, I have to I have to stand up for myself and put these boundaries around. No, she's just. She's honoring who she is and what her choices are for her. 
beautiful. Yeah, it very sounds cool. To me, it sounds to me like there's real true freedom of choice. You know, everybody says, you, you know, you're free to choose. But when you actually do it and you take that, you know, I'm choosing for me, yes or no, more freely, it really is exercising a true freedom of choice. And what would be possible if we all did that? Mm. Freedom in choices. Well, you know, when we're coming at it from what would be a contribution for me, even if we're talking about, like if we were, let's say the three of us were sitting around, it's it's 1130, uh, December 31st. Instead of us saying, okay, what New Year's resolution to make? Oh, gosh, I guess I should start walking more regularly. Well, I better start doing yoga or I should call my mom more often, right? Guilt, 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 guilt. That just doesn't even sound fun. <laughs> I better. Like when when you say I better or I should, don't you? Ah, like it's yeah. Just, yeah. Right. But what would yeah. can you imagine us saying to each other, hey, what would be a contribution for your for you this year? That sounds so much better. So much lighter, eh? Right. So, so, Carol, what would be a contribution for you this year? Um. <laughs> she didn't know I was going to ask. I don't this. know. Thanks for put, thanks thanks for putting me on this there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll go first if that will make you feel. There you go. Uh, what would be a contribution for me this year would be to um, actually physically move more. You know, mm. I I work, like many, many people, I work um, sitting at my desk uh, a lot of time. Or when I'm working with clients, I'm working often working one-on-one. Um, I, I know that when I get out and I'm physical, it nurtures me. And it nurtures... Uh, possibilities. It nurtures. Oh, I get so many cool ideas when I'm walking. I love walking. Uh, I get into the, you know, to the energy of, oh, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. But I know that will be a contribution for me. So it's not the energy of I should do this or I should do that. It's really that would be a contribution to be more physical. Right. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. Hmm. Carol, your turn. Yeah, I know. We're back to me. I'm actually <laughs> looking at a, a whiteboard that I have. <laughs> I have a whiteboard in my office, and I've been sort of working through some of these things as to what would be a contribution to me and what would make me feel the way I, I really desire to feel. And one of the things was to um, make time to read more because hmm. that makes me feel... Um, affluence and like I'm uh, boiling myself and it makes Mm. my life feel easier if I'm grabbing that time and just reading. That's really cool what you said there because what you're doing is you're stepping into the energy of what you're creating in the reading. So it's not Mm. the reading itself, it's the experience that you're creating, the energy of doing that. Exactly. Right? So it's it's actually what we walk away the experience the, that we receive from the choices that that can be a contribution or not. So when we step into, you know, not necessarily why you do this, but what would it be about reading? Like you just explained that. That's that's very very different than I should or I need to. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And what about you, Jennifer? What would be a contribution for you? Well, what you both said are really good, really good examples. Yeah, we're brilliant like that. Holy, yeah. You know, that sounds fantastic. I want to travel. 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 What what is travel? What is it about? What is it about traveling that would be a contribution? Well, just to um, learn new things um, and meet new people and just to enjoy. Um, I have I have some upcoming business that um, I will be attending to pretty shortly, probably within the month, and I'm so excited. Um, we're launching our, uh, we're finally getting our movie out to a distributor in Victoria, and I've been asked to help with that, so I'm, I'm really excited about that, and um, I, I just feel like, yeah, I'm ready to go. My Excellent. kids are old enough. They're at an age where, you know, like, daddy can look after them, <laughs> and it's time to time to fly. So, so besides promoting your your movie, which, by the way, congratulations! How's it getting any better than that? Yeah, really. <laughs> Good for you. Besides yeah. promoting that, what is it that you would like to experience on that trip? Well, continuing to step out of my comfort zone, because as you know, you know me, Christine. Um, I'm quite an introvert. <laughs> Okay, she's being sarcastic if no one picked that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, some, sometimes I find it kind of um, people can intimidate me, or I, I have found that. And um, I'm looking forward to, to um, what's that word, throwing a kibosh into that or uh, debunking that. Mm. And um, I am looking forward to some, you know, professional time. Really looking forward to it, and it's sort of my time. So, nice, yeah. sweet, yeah. And reading and walking, absolutely, absolutely. Reading yeah. and walking, cool. So how do we do time. this? <laughs> Not, well, you could. <laughs> it might be a wee bit challenging. <laughs> okay, well we're gonna. Yeah, that's right. We're going to take a quick break. Jennifer, you're welcome to stay on the line with us. And when we come back, we're going to get into some specific tools on how we can create expansion and joy from the place of play uh, as opposed to resolutions and pushing. So please stay tuned, and we will be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. You're listening to A2Zen FM, life-altering talk radio. Anything from activism to Zen and everything in between, right here and now. Informative, inspiring, engaging. Our hosts provide you with the global news and educated advice you need to make a difference in your life, in your world. Knowledge is power. A2Zen.fm Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. 
Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time. Sorry about that, everyone. I hit the wrong button. Can you imagine? <laughs> you not press the button. You really didn't want him to continue. <laughs> I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life. <laughs> okay, so welcome back. We're talking with Carol Glover and our guest, Jennifer, who's called in on the line. And we're talking about um, to hell with resolutions and let's come at this change and expansion from the place of possibilities. So this is possible for all of us when we come at it from play. So um, a few months back, Carol and I started to um, check in around uh, possibly doing some work together, uh, creating some programs, and we we didn't know what it was supposed to be. We weren't going into conclusion, and we didn't want to come from the energy of push because we had learned that the universe did want to contribute to us, and we just kept getting it coming up for both of us separately that it would be fun to do something together and, didn't again, didn't go into what it was going to look like but just kept stepping into, hey, what else is possible here? So one day we got together and we actually said, okay, what do you want to do? And we started looking at each other and it started to get really heavy. And I said, you know what, why don't we go for a walk? So it was a beautiful day. Um, we were in um, a place called Burlington, which is just outside of Toronto. And we were walking along the water and it was a sunny, gorgeous day. There were ducks and I, there were people walking their dogs and there were flowers all over. It was It was a beautiful, beautiful day. And we're walking along and walking along, and it was just so, there was so much ease and expansion at the same time. And when we were just being in the moments, picking flowers, you know, enjoying the, the environment around us, things started to expand. And we started to play ideas, and they, they, they naturally started to unravel for us. Carol, what... Tell us about what happens for you, and I mean, I know that was our experience together, but you have a beautiful cottage you go to. Tell us about how you use play for expanding your businesses um, when you're at the cottage. Uh, well, it's, e it's easy to let your mind wander when you're there. So, you know, whether I'm working in the garden and looking at, you know, spiders and bugs and stones and stuff, or... Um, going fishing, going for hikes, or anything like that, but your mind just sort of wanders, and it's amazing what can pop up. Like, I'm, ah, it's so hard to <laughs> explain because it's so spontaneous. Right. And you just, you just get that feeling. It's like, oh, this is something. But mm. it, it took a little bit of um, almost training not to start pushing against an idea to make it into something, right? but to just let it settle and simmer and steep like a good tea. Right. So, so let what it bubble up. Let, let's see what will bubble up, right? So one of the biggest yeah. things that we have, Carol and I have actually just co-authored a book together, and it's called Play With Possibilities. Uh, Play With Possibilities 2014, and you can see the link um, for the book 
If you're interested, it's um, through inspiredchoices.ca. The link is there. It's also on amazon.ca and amazon.com. So yay for Carol and I. That's that that new new thing that we birthed isn't even a week old yet. <laughs> oh, <I love> that. <laughs> yeah. How does it get better, ladies? How does it get any better than oh, that? Yeah. Exactly. It's been it's been a lot of fun and it's been like, wow, we did it. In that in that book, um, some of the things that you'll learn, and it's a real hands-on to-do book too, but in some of that what you'll learn is coming at this from the place of the very first thing we talk about is celebrating. So oftentimes when we are in doing resolutions, we're coming at it from, oh my gosh, how do I need to do this? What should I be doing? Or, oh my God, what's wrong? Right? We often come from the energy of what's wrong and we try to fix it. And we don't actually look up, hey, what has been going really, really well? Have you ever talked to a child? And either of you ladies can answer this question. Have you ever talked to a child and said, you did this wrong and you did this wrong and you did this wrong? And watched their their body language, how it would change? Yeah. What happens? It, it, actually, it, de- it depends on the age. Like up to about seven years old, they don't care what you think. <laughs> and past that, then they start to shut down. <laughs> right. And and so what does their body do? Well, they wilt. They it wilts. Yeah. yeah. Their, ha- their head goes down, their eyes go down. Yeah. That's a really good point that you made, though, Carol, because up to that point, they don't care. I know. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. <laughs> you know, we... Ha- so we cool. I want to be that again. Uh, you can. <laughs> when we go... Choose it. It's just choosing it. When mm-hmm. when we come into the... the um, when our when our souls, our spirits come into these bodies, we know that all things are possible. We are we know we are infinite beings and we know that none of this crazy stuff that we make so significant here is really significant. So that these young beings are like, I don't know what's your problem, but I'm just gonna go over here and play with these these buckets. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna go over here and ride this horse. Cool. Do you know how to ride a horse? No, I'm just going to do it, though. <laughs> yeah. Because they know, they, they they just follow what's attractive, what's fun, right? They don't do anything, eat anything <laughs> at all that they don't like. Because they just, they know instinctively what they do and they do not like. And then we come along and we start telling them what they should do, how they should behave. But when we talk to a child in this way, we begin to shut them down. But when we talk to a child, have you ladies ever done this, where you've looked at the child and you've said, oh my goodness, that's amazing what you've just accomplished. And they kind of, they they look at you with surprise and they're waiting for more because they're actually waiting for acknowledgement, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because we really don't know how to acknowledge our own selves. And and what we really have found is that when we're acknowledging our own selves, when we are celebrating the accomplishments, whether, you know, like, whether you have hit, actually saw a quote from Michael Jordan today, and he quoted all the times that he missed, right? And we all know Michael Jordan, you know, amazing accomplishments in the, in the field of um, play, in the field of sports. 
tons of accomplishment. He he I didn't even know it was him. You know how you're reading it and you're like, Who is this? And there was a lot of places where he missed. But when we even if we missed, you know, nine times out of ten, but when we focus on that one part where we have accomplished, where we have succeeded, where it was a contribution, where it was fun, that's where we can begin to expand from. That's when we can open up to the possibility. So celebrating is step number one, and we go into a lot more detail about that and how important that is, not just once, you know, once every 20 years, not when you, you know, the mortgage gets paid off or you finally get the kids to move out. <laughs> it's it's re- that. you'll be waiting forever. Do you know how many people are still waiting? <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. an awful lot of that that goes on, isn't there? Oh, an, an awful lot. So we talk about the celebrating, and then we talk about we go into um, following our desires and asking each day, "Hey, what would I like to do today? What would be fun for me?" So following the shiny balls and following what desires, that's the target, not the, oh, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. Asking each day, hey, what would be fun for me today? What would be a contribution for me today is following those sparks. And that's when the universe can start to give us even more. So what if you, each of us, were to sit down and write out today what would be fun for me to expand into, right? Like even tomorrow morning, if we were to sit and we were just to take, you know, while we were having your coffee, hey, what would be fun to me? And even if you wrote 10 things down and you only expanded on one, right? Or you wrote two or three down and then you began to through your day and you started to see other things. You started to become aware of other things like, oh, that would be fun. Can you see how that will begin to expand all of us? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, right? And the universe will be <laughs> communicating with us. Jennifer, do you remember um, when you had posted, I think it was the movie you were actually talking about, when you had posted about looking for a voiceover? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this was the first time that, that Jennifer and I were actually communicating, communicating a lot on Facebook. And she had posted, hey, is anybody out there, would any female, would they like to do a voiceover? And I was having one of those mornings where it was like, oh, shiny ball. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. You know, it just, I just, I read it and my whole body went, I'm like, yes. And so I quickly posted it. And she said, you sent me a text back and I laughed so hard. (laughs) What did you say? This, this role is for a dowdy old woman or something, a grumpy old. (laughs) Christine, not sure you can pull this off (laughs) because this this role is for somebody very downtrodden and miserable. Do you think you can do that? Sure it, was so, it was so sure funny, you but you know, even though I didn't do it, and I probably could have pulled it off, but even though I didn't do it, what it did was it sparked something else in me. And I keep asking what else is possible. So I don't make myself right or wrong. I don't make myself silly. I don't say, oh, that was ridiculous. It didn't go anywhere. I go, hmm, what else is possible? Because my body told me that would be fun for me. So that can be a target six months, six years from now. And it may morph into something completely different than doing a voiceover on a movie. But I don't go into conclusion about what it means if I do or I don't do it. 
Does that make sense? That's right. Very true. Yeah. So, Carol, what are some of the things that, that you would suggest that people are stepping into in the play um, once they've gotten their, their they've, they're doing their celebrating and they, they work each day at what would be fun, what would be a contribution? What are some of the other things? Um, I think just to keep asking questions mm. when, when things do come up. That's another big one. And it, it's not... Um, not looking for a, a why or a how question, <laughs> but more of a what would it take and, you know, what could this possibly look like or um, any, I guess basically any worded any way that doesn't sound like you've already figured it all out somewhere. Or right. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yay! The kids are background. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm possible. Ask them. <laughs> yeah, you know another great tool that or another great question I like to ask, especially if there, we have any business owners out there, is in the morning I actually ask, okay, inspired choices. What would you like me to focus on today? I actually speak to my business. I ask my business questions, and it will. <laughs> it will communicate with me in different ways. Like, you know how you might have that pile of paper and all of a sudden you see one kind of poking out from underneath? Or suddenly you'll get an email about something you had forgotten about? Or you'll just get a pop of awareness about something and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that would be fun. Will that be an expedition? And you listen to your body. You can communicate with your business through your body. And and. That's where you can move into, okay, cool, what would I like to do in these in these 10 seconds? And you make that choice, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's light, and you th- that's how we can move forward through these things. So we have, yes, go ahead. Would now be a good time to quickly go through the light and heavy so people know how to listen to their bodies? Right. To get that well, energy? Sure. So we've only, we've got a little less than five minutes left. Um, very, very quickly, if you were to ask, and we do have this in the book as well, the light and heavy is is just seeing what happens in your body when you're asking a question that's a truth or when you're asking a question that's a lie. So if you were to ask yourself three questions, so Jennifer, let's do it with you. Okay. Okay, Jen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to ask you three questions. I want you to repeat the questions. And two of them are lies, one of them is a truth, and just tell us what you what you notice in your body, okay? okay? All right, so, my name is Bill. My name is Bill. Oh, okay. So, what did you notice in your body? It just, I always get it from the top of my head and so, my like shoulders. A, okay, like heavy. a... A heaviness, okay. So, my name is Susan. My name is Susan. Again. Same thing? Okay, yeah. so that's her head. Now, everybody's can be different. Okay, and my name is Jennifer. My name is Jennifer. Nice and what... What was that one? How do I explain it? It just it feels like the weight's been lifted. Okay, so the weight's been lifted. So there's, is there nearly nothing there? Yes. Okay, so it's it's complete clarity, clear. 
Okay, so that's your, when it's a truth for you or it's a yes, it's clear. When it's a lie for you or it's heavy is when you get the uh, contraction pushing down on your head or your shoulders. Okay, so that's, that's, that's it. So when you're asking questions, if you get a light or heavy answer, that tells you whether that will be a contribution, yes or no, whether it's a truth or a lie. Okay, we're getting really close to closing off, so I don't want to cut anybody off. We've got so much we would like to share with you, and next week we're going to have another great show with another individual I'm I'm really excited to share with you. Um, Her name is Christine Noble. She's a hypnotherapist, wellness practitioner, author, and storyteller, and we're going to be discussing clearing the illusions that may be clouding your life. So that's next Wednesday. January fifteenth. This weekend, I am co. I'm hosting Marilyn Bradford, who is a leader in access consciousness in Burlington, which is just outside of Toronto. And we are doing three days: Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Right recovery for you. So it's about coming out of judgment, addictions of any kind, and really expanding into your possibilities. Um, it's going to be an amazing event. Friday night, 7 to 9, $35. Uh, Saturday, we are doing Ending the Primary Addiction, Judgment, and the Wrongness of You. Uh, It's $150 for the whole day. And Sunday is Are You Eating to Live or Living to Eat? Which I I think that really connects with the show that we're doing today. That's also $150. If you come to the entire thing, it's only $250 for the whole weekend. And so we're really excited about that. We're doing it right in in, uh, Burlington, right on Lakeshore. So please send me an email if you would like to connect and learn more about that, or you can hop over to my Inspired Choices Facebook page where you'll get information there, or my Inspired Choices website. So Carol Glover, thank you so much for being my co-host. The time flew. Oh my goodness! And thank Jennifer, you. I know it's like I want a whole other hour. Jennifer, thanks for playing with us. That was oh, amazing. Anytime. <laughs> I love playtime. How how does it get any better than that? Okay, and um, yeah, if you're interested in learning more, get more details uh, step-by-step, grab the Play With Possibilities book on Amazon. We would love to hear your stories and your experiences. So until next week, have an amazing, amazing life. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.